Thank you for listening to the 32nd episode of the Career Planning Show, which aims to help you launch and grow a fulfilling career. On this episode, we feature the interview we conducted earlier this year with Toronto-based Shimon Campbell. Shimon is the president of B Luxury Collection, which provides Caribbean luxury real estate sales services and travel experiences, and a real estate professional with H.G. Christie in the Bahamas. Shimon is a Caribbean-born creative with a management and marketing background who studied accounting and business management at the University of the Bahamas. In 2013, she launched the Bahamian Escapes Publishing House, which opened the door to providing real estate and travel services leading to the formation of the B Luxury Collection. She is a licensed estate agent with the Bahamas Real Estate Association. Connect with Shimon on LinkedIn and learn more about her work by visiting bluxurycollection.com. Welcome to the Career Planning Show. Our guest today is Shimon Campbell. How are you, Shimon? I'm doing fabulous. How are you, Alex? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for making the time to be with us. Shimon, can you walk us through your career journey so far? Well, it's been an exciting one. I first started back in right after college or during college, just uh, working with my aunts, etc. You know, I've come from a very entrepreneurial background where a lot of family members have decided to you know, take on journeys of their own and starting their own careers uh, through entrepreneurship. Uh, once I had completed college, I went to a communication company in the Bahamas. Uh, it's called Cable Bahamas, where I've met a ton of incredible individuals. While I was at that company, uh, I had the vision and ambition to start a publishing house, a publishing company, where I launched a magazine called Bahamian Escapes Magazine. Uh, the vision for that magazine or publication was to promote properties, travel, and lifestyle throughout the Bahamas. And uh, since then, everything has really taken off. Uh, when I launched that publication, uh, we, at the particular time, were partnered with a few real estate agents and uh, different partners on the island. And that really opened the door for me to practice real estate as we found that a lot of our clients and readers were coming directly to the publication and asking questions on how they, too, can attain property in the Bahamas and the mm -hmm. different properties that we were promoting. Mm -hmm. And that has led to so many things, a five-year career uh, practicing real estate in the Bahamas. And now I'm here with a new brand in Toronto, and I'm very excited to tell the story of everything we have to offer. That's great. Well, I, I think it's a really intriguing story. Can you walk us through some of the childhood experiences that you had that play into you being in luxury real estate and luxury travel experiences. I think that it's a unique space to be in. How have some of those experiences earlier on in your life contributed to you being in a position to, to be passionate about and be comfortable interacting with higher net worth individuals for them to make um, you know, real estate purchase and travel experience decisions uh, with, with your company? Well, again, I think uh, that is really interesting because as you've mentioned, and we discussed a little bit before, my background is not in the high net worth space. <laughs> 
Um, I come from a family, as you, similar to yours, that were a part of the low-income category. And I've been in circles and, uh, well, well, currently, I think, um, in a lot of spaces growing up as a child where the luxury space was not one that we looked at and were familiar with. <laughs> so um, a, a part of what really made my adulthood and career planning uh, a part of the luxury market was, and I, I tell this story often, uh, on Sundays I would go driving with my dad and uh, just driving around the island, and we, we would go uh, past the beach in different communities and just be looking at different homes. And I think from there I've always found a love for properties that just looked amazing. Hmm. And those that looked amazing were really the high net worth properties. I didn't know that as a child. I just knew that those were beautiful. <laughs> the properties on the water, the properties uh, with elevated views, those were the beautiful properties to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I never looked at it from a value aspect, mm. just from the aspirational aspect of, wow, this is gorgeous. And I think that has stuck with me for a long time. And that has really helped develop my vision and outlook for what was achievable. And I think that insight from a young child on what was out there um, from an aspect of what could have possibly been attained mm-hmm. uh, was really a, a part of the driving factor of, okay, here's what I want to do. He, these are the properties that I've always loved. These are the ones that I'm going after. Mm-hmm. Let's shift over into the experience that you had while running the magazine. And then a, there, was, there came a time when you made a decision to shift into creating um, a, a real estate um, initiative, um, initiative that also encompassed uh, travel experiences. How did you make the move from being in the publishing space to being in the real estate and travel experience space? So for Bahamian Escapes magazine, uh, we set out on a goal to promote properties, travel, and lifestyle. That was our goal from the very beginning. And as we were promoting these things, a lot of our readers where they would have been in U.S., Canada, Europe, they would come and inquire directly with the publication on ways that they themselves may attain the properties and different experiences that we were offering. And when we saw that interest coming in, uh, it was at the same time that I was approached by one of our partners that we were working with at the time to promote their properties to actually practice real estate. And that opportunity has led to a real estate career of five to six years of practicing in the luxury real estate space. That's really fascinating. And how did you go about the decision of moving from the Bahamas into Canada? Who are the clients that you interact with um, who make decisions to, to purchase in the Bahamas? And maybe share a little bit about what are some of the implications of someone deciding to purchase a home in the Bahamas as opposed to buying one in Canada? Well, moving to Canada was not a planned decision. Um, It's been an exciting one, but it was not a planned one. And the Bahamas is such an incredible place. While living in Canada, there's nothing more you can think of than the beautiful beaches, the properties, the excitement of the trees blowing and having an opportunity to do all of the things that you would do over the weekend. It's just an exciting place to be as it relates to lifestyle. 
And uh, being here in Canada, it's an amazing, well, being here in Toronto, it's an amazing city and it feels so inspirational. And I thought, while I'm here, there's no better thing to do than to blend and merge the two markets as much as possible. And uh, that is the goal and what we're set out to do with Belux Recollection. And I think for a lot of our clients that are looking to purchase from that are from Canada, those are individuals that already have homes and they're looking for second family properties or second family homes, vacation homes that they can go during the winter months and escape the brutal winters that we experience often. And uh, I think uh, those individuals are often persons who would have already visited the Bahamas. They've, they're familiar with vacationing during the winter, and they've made a decision to not just vacation and rent a property, but to actually own something that they can have for their kids and uh, create, a, create generational properties outside of Canada. And a lot of persons just love the Bahamas. It's a beautiful place to be. Um, and I think with the Bahamas, the one thing that blends well with the Canadian market is all of the luxury offerings that are available in the Bahamas. There are a lot of high-end brands, a lot of brands that persons are familiar with, so they feel comfortable with the economy and everything that's happening there. You have Scotiabank and RBC. You have lifestyle brands like Gucci and Four Seasons and Hilton. And I think with that, the fact that there are brands that persons can actually be comfortable with and they feel like in the event that I don't feel like being at my beachfront house or beachfront villa for too long, I can go at a beautiful restaurant or I can go shopping in a store that feels comfortable and feels familiar to me. And I, I think that's really one of the main reasons that a lot of persons navigate to the Bahamas versus other Caribbean islands, though those other Caribbean islands are just as great uh, from this, a scenic standpoint. But the Bahamas is one of the greatest economies in the Caribbean, mm -hmm. one of the better countries, not better, but greatest <laughs> countries, I would say, from an economic standpoint. Mm -hmm. And one thing that stands out to me as I was uh, preparing for our interview is the fact that in the Bahamas, you have 0% um, uh, corporate tax, um, you have 0% income tax. Those are things that many people around the world are probably dreaming up, mm -hmm. but is not the reality in, in the country where they currently live. How does that play out in real life for somebody who maybe is early on in their career and they're maybe 20s or 30s, they're trying to figure out how to, um, you know, enter the job market or uh, make some um, steps forward in the job market. Does that have any impact in terms of um, social services? Does that have any impact in terms of the availability of jobs on the island? Can you share some, some of your thoughts on that? Well, I'll say that the Bahamas is really big on the expat community, persons that are coming in and looking for work and jobs. Uh, as I've mentioned, there are a lot of large corporations that are established within the country, especially because of the lenience on corporate taxes and there being no income tax. So it's always going to be a market uh, slash place country <laughs> where 
uh, persons that have the ability to attain a lot of wealth will look to uh, to see how they can structure their finances, their businesses to be set up in a place where there's limited uh, tax on what they're achieving. Uh, I will say, though, that with purchasing a property in the Bahamas, if you were to purchase a property anywhere above $750,000, you are automatically well, you automatically receive permanent residency. And with that, <laughs> it excites a lot of individuals. You're automatically wow. a permanent resident once you purchase anywhere above 750000 And so a lot of individuals throughout or internationally throughout Canada, the U.S. and Europe, once they have that type of capital where you know, one, you can attain permanent residency and you can have a beautiful place on the beach all in one. It's kind of like a no-brainer. Oh, <laughs> and pretty, um, That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And so if someone decides to purchase a property in the Bahamas, how does that transaction differ from the kind of real estate transaction that you would undertake if you were buying a property in Toronto or in... Oshawa, we're in Vancouver, somewhere in Canada. Are there any significant differences that stand out to you um, in between the two scenarios? Not at all. Uh, I would say that many persons that are looking to purchase in the Bahamas or anywhere in the Caribbean, they are often cash buyers and they're coming in not seeking mortgages. Mm. But while they are, or for persons that may be seeking mortgages, a lot of the larger established banks do have that they have a separate division specifically for international buyers that are looking to purchase properties and attain mortgages in the Bahamas. Uh, and RBC, because they're connected here in Canada, they're also located in the Bahamas. Though That's another one of the larger banks that do lend and actually uh, provide mortgages to persons that are looking to purchase in the Bahamas. So apart from that, from a transactional standpoint, there's really no large difference on the way that the transaction progresses between Canada and the Bahamas. I would say, though, that there's a little bit of a slower period with closing the properties. There's a thing that we call island time, and that carries across everything. <laughs> and that means that if It's some, the due diligence period. There's just a more lengthy due diligence <laughs> There's a period. lengthy due diligence that we call island time. So that goes across everything. <laughs> that sounds good. Now, um, let's talk about um, your career right now in, in real estate. What is one thing that you really enjoy about... Um, the, the job of being a, a real estate agent and what is one thing that you find most difficult um, about being a, a real estate agent? Well, I think my career as a real estate agent is a little different because I spend a lot of time here in Canada and I'm in fact focused on properties that are in the Bahamas. And what has allowed me to achieve that and to be able to continue growing in that aspect is a team that I've established in the Bahamas that lends support to any clients that I may have uh, that are looking for properties once they have received the advisement from myself on what may be the better communities based on their lifestyle. Once they would have landed in the Bahamas, they have experts that are taking care of them on the ground. And we've established an extensive network of the best attorneys, mortgage officers, anything that our clients would need that would help them achieve the results that they're looking for when they're buying a property. 
Is there anything that you find is rather difficult, challenging, um, something that you wrestle with on an ongoing basis um, when it comes to how the real estate industry operates, looking at international transactions? I think for the real estate market in general, from a global standpoint, and, and now is such an exciting time to have this conversation because all around the world, the market is heating up, um, especially in the Bahamas and places like Miami, where we're seeing an extensive amount of activity with properties along the water sides being sold. Uh, one thing I would definitely say that I would like to see change is the access to investments throughout the world from individuals that may be in Canada uh, that may want to purchase a property in the Bahamas, but they themselves may not want to spend the entire 1.5 or 2 million on their own. And I, the one thing that I would definitely say I would like to see change is that availability of or accessibility to more individuals that want to come together and own a property or own a piece of a beachfront estate. Mm-hmm. So uh, co-ownership. Co-ownership. And there's a lot. One, there's one thing that I would definitely say is that a lot of properties that are in the Bahamas that are being bought by individuals are not often occupied a lot of times. Uh, they only come down during the winter season and the property is either vacant or the property is placed on the short-term rental market, which lends hand to return on investment and generating revenue from the property. So if more individuals can come together and say, similar to the timeshare industry, but not as intense Mm -hmm. as that. Mm -hmm. But just so that a lot of or more persons can attain the structure or have a part of the value of real estate investment and the wealth that we see is being distributed throughout the world in some of the higher end markets, that it becomes a little bit more achievable to those that may not want to go all in on their own. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's really interesting. So, Shimon, what's next for you? Well, that's a very exciting uh, question. What's next for me here in Toronto is to just continue to establish our brand, Belux Recollection. We've been here for, I've been here in Toronto for just a little bit over a year. Uh, I came just before COVID. Uh, So it was around September, October of 2019, and February 2020, there was COVID. And so we were shut down, and there wasn't much that we could have done from a networking standpoint. And so continuing forward, the main thing for myself and for the company is to continue to establish our footing and foundation here in Toronto and throughout Canada, and to also expand our offerings throughout the Caribbean, uh, because more than just the Bahamas, the Caribbean entirely is a beautiful place. We have places like Turks and Caicos and the Virgin Islands. And the return on investment in those markets are as similar as they are in the Bahamas. And so I want to continue to carry out that initiative of making properties within these vicinities throughout the Caribbean where there's so much land, there's so much opportunities making that more available for persons that are looking to invest in real estate, but may not be interested in just doing it in Canada. They may be interested in having a property where they can escape. Um, I use the term escape to the Bahamas a lot, and so now my goal is to find opportunities for persons to escape and generate a return at the same time throughout the Caribbean. And so that's what's next for Shimon. Mm -hmm. 
So how, how can our audience keep in touch with you? What, uh, what's your website? Um, where else can they um, engage with you? So our website is beluxurycollection.com. And I'm personally on Instagram as Sham, S-H-A-M, Campbell. And I've used that short name because, as Alex knows, it's a little bit difficult pronouncing my first name sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you being on the Career Planning Show. Thank you so much, Alex. If you enjoyed this interview with Shaman Campbell, please subscribe to the Career Planning Show, rate it, and share it with a friend.